before the episode starts, I'd just like to say that my microphone was picking up a really tiny sounds like my keyboard, so that little clicking is my keyboard. This won't happen again on any of the episodes since I'm going to put my microphone back a little bit, but I still hope you enjoy this episode. The last day dawns on the kingdom of Ascalon. It arrives with no fanfare, no tolling of alarms. Those who will remember will speak fondly of the warm morning breeze. People carry on with their daily lives, unaware that in a short while, the Defenders of Ascalon podcast is gonna start. Hello, you're listening to the Defenders of Escom podcast. I'm Anthony, and today with me is... Patrick! Hi there! You might uh, know me from the uh, mission walkthroughs. Anthony and I uh, want to do a little bit something different. So, here we are. Yeah, this way it sounds... This way it sounds better. Because when it's just me by myself, it kind of sounds retarded. And it looks kind of weird, me talking by myself in a room with a computer. So, this way's better. I'm going to do this all the time. Every two weeks we're going to release an episode like this. So, want to start with what games we're playing? Okay. Or should I say what games I'm playing? Sure, sure. Yeah, so what are you playing? Playing some GTA 4, doing some missions, and I got Mount and Blood, which is pretty good. I've never had an opportunity to play that game. Um, GTA 4? Yeah. Oh, you need to play that game. You need to play that game. <laughs> is that um, just on, uh, is it on the PS3 and the uh, Xbox, or is it both, or anything else? Um, it's on PS3 and 360, and it's supposed to be coming out on computer. Um, sometime, I don't know. If it gets onto the uh, computer, I would consider trying it, but I I haven't really played a console game in quite a long time. Um, played some Halo 3 and Gears of War with Cruel Seer, who is on the forums known as the Great Persh or something. I can't pronounce his name right. Yeah. And owned him up in the face, even though he won't admit it. I owned him. <laughs> so I want to move into some, what we've been doing in-game. Sure. So, what have you been doing? I, uh, well, I have been, we'll do, discuss this later on, but I've been in, I created a new character for one of our segments, and uh, I've been in Meshron with my main character, Klajmir. We did a um, couple missions, oh, well, actually, we, last weekend we had the uh, double uh, experience for your rep in uh, Eye of the North, and uh, we were up there trying to vanquish some of the areas, and, uh, well... We did decent to a point, and then <laughs> uh, we forgot to bring our uh, uh, power stones and uh, stuff like that, so we started getting our butts kicked, and, you know, some of the guild members had to leave or whatever, so it didn't work out. We we had we did get some areas vanquished or whatever, but one of those, I forget which area we were into, didn't do too well, but uh, 
That was tons of fun, though. <laughs> what have you been doing in game? Um, yes, the double reputation weekend. I've been farming some Vanguard reputation points. Um, mainly in that, uh, in the whatever place it's called, that Sound Hall Valley or something. Yeah. I've just been killing all the enemies and then doing all the bosses, but we'll be on that tip later. Um, yeah, basically just farming on Guild Wars, which isn't supposed to happen, but still do. <laughs> yeah. That's another thing I like to do. I like to take Klausimer out and uh, do a lot of 55-ing. That's usually if I want to make any money, I uh, got to go f do the 55-ing. That's pretty much what I use for if I need to get some loot or whatever, if I see a die or a, uh, an armor set that I like, and uh, I'll take Klajomir out. I do have a warrior set up for um, farming uh, Ecto, but I, meh, I don't get in there too much. I do some, but there for a while the Ecto prices were quite low. And uh, I stopped messing around with it, but I like to do a little bit of farming. Actually, I like to do a lot of farming. <laughs> Have you done anything else in game lately? Um, speaking of um, farming and that, um, with money, so someone a while ago, I think I mentioned this before, but they gave me like 100 platinums, so I've really no need to farm unless I'm getting Vanguard, Vanguard points because I can just use that money that he gave me for some reason. He just gave me it and then logged out, I think. So. Wow, that's pretty sweet. Hmm. Pretty cool. Wow. I need to fall into a little bit of loot like that. <laughs> that would be sweet. Yeah. That's happened to me like twice now. Man, I'll change my name. <laughs> oh yeah, and by the way, I completed Prophecies, which I probably should have done like a year ago because I've been playing Guild Wars for a year and I didn't even complete Prophecies and that was actually the first campaign I ever got, so this week I completed Prophecies, which is good for me. Yeah, that was pretty sweet. Oh, and I got the Deldramore Sword. Ah, right, right. Well, I was helping you out. We got up to um, near the end of the uh, Crystal Desert there, and then uh, I wasn't help you, uh, able to help you out after that, but you went through and finished it off. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, an all-nighter can get a lot done. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's crazy. I go to bed, wake up, you're still there. Go to work, you're still there. <laughs> Another thing we did there for uh, one night was... Uh, we did a little bit of PvP in our guild. You, uh, we invited you in, and uh, you brought a friend there, and we did a little uh, two on two, two two v two, wasn't it? Just uh. Yep. In the end, we got on. Oh, was it? Was it the other people, or we did we get on? No, it was actually two v three. It was uh, you, me, and your friend, and then uh, a couple of other people in my guild, and we just messed around a little bit there, had some fun. We kicked some butt. I was a healer, man. <laughs> they had all their, they had all their warriors chasing me around, trying to, trying to take me out. But you know. <laughs> yeah. Then my friend asked for one v one. I ended up earning his first. So want to move on to the first topic? Sure.
Do you want to go first? Yeah, sure. Uh, I wanted to talk a little, about, about, a little bit about the new item that has been entered into Guild Wars, the Igneous Summoning Stone. A lot of people uh, in the forums, forums all over the place, and having us think about it. Some people like it, of course. Some people hate it, and everybody gives their strong opinions about it. I, uh, I don't personally have one myself, but my, uh, my brother, he purchased. Uh, I think it was Eye of the North, so he was able to get it. Which that's another thing that irritates me is uh, I have every campaign, every expansion. You know, I have all everything unlocked in my account. But I did none of it online. You know, like I didn't purchase any of the games online. I bought all the boxes, and now I get stiffed, <laughs> shafted, whatever you want to call it. And I have to go into the game and pay another five bucks and get the um, Igneous Summoning Stone if I want it. So I've been debating on that. I don't know. Yeah, it seems like when people buy it online, they got all the good stuff, like with the bonus mission pack, and now with this. But even though if you buy it offline, you're still getting the same game with the exact same features on it. And I don't really even have a choice with it because if I bought it off the online store, I'd have to wait ages for it to download since Australia gets the crappier connections in America, gets the super 50 megabyte connections. Oh yeah, you're right. You're absolutely correct. I mean, my brother downloaded here. I mean, I'm not sure if we have a better connection rate than you guys might have or whatever, but he downloaded it. It still took quite a while to download, you know, just, uh, what, prophecies, I guess. But, uh, but anyways, um, I haven't, I haven't, uh, gone in, in game, to the in-game store and purchased it, so, uh, but I did talk to my brother who, you know, like I said, he did get it online, and, uh, he's been messing around with it, and, eh, he's, he's liking it, but then again, he's seeing how it, it makes it, a little bit less uh, less thought into your game. He's messed around in pre-searing with it, and uh, y- you know he's you just deploy that thing, and he goes out and slaughters things. I mean, you can stand back and you know sip down a coke or something like that, and let your uh, fire imp go out there and slaughter things. He said it's pretty thoughtless. I mean, you, the kids that don't really want to do anything, they don't need to do anything. <laughs> so that comes along with part of the. Uh, you know, disadvantages that I get, I guess, if you want to call it that. They, uh, kids don't have to give anything thought. They just send out their little imp. They get into level 20 after you can't use your fire imp anymore. And then, uh, they're clueless. They don't know what the heck they're supposed to do because they've had something there to do it the entire time. So, that's just my opinion. What do you think about it? Well, I think I had this on Oh My God RL, but... I think they called it the one-way ticket to the Survivor title track. Oh, you're absolutely right. So, do you think it's overpowered? I, you know, yes, to a point, I think it is. Uh, of course, I, I don't have the experience, but my brother said in pre-Saren, he can, he's a, you know, he's fighting level 10 bosses or whatever, and he can die come back, and the thing has wiped out every single boss there is. <laughs> you know, so I I would think that's a little bit overpowered. But, I don't know, some people might enjoy it. Um, I hear, though, yes, it is nice for that, but, you know, like in pre-searing, people are working on their LDOA titer, their uh, Legendary Defender of Ascalon t- title, 
and um, it can have its advantages and disadvantages. Um, one thing is, it was always fairly tedious, took a long time for to get from level 15 to 16, because you had to do a hundred and some odd trips just to kill the bosses, you know, and get your, what, 64 experience per run or so. But uh, having this fire imp with it, you know, you can fire through those a lot quick. You can take those guys out a lot better you know, a lot faster. Um, but as far as that, as far as getting to your level 17 to 20, uh, it's not very helpful because they, the thing will start killing your char. If you're dead, you know, everything that you have leveled up, it'll kill them while you're dead and you don't get experience. So I guess they're having a little bit of, you know, people are advising not to use that in the death leveling part of it. But I don't know, conflicted about it. Yeah, I think it should have. I think it should have been like monks, where the people who have all of the campaigns or played for a long time should have got it. Oh yeah, I agree. Instead of the people who just bought it online. Yeah. Because basically, it's kind of the same. You're still buying the same game just online. Yeah. Yep. You're absolutely right. Um, my brother used that, and uh, it's a, it's almost. It has a summoning sickness or whatever. You can do like a summoning sickness on it, which means you can't use it for 60 minutes after it dies. But if you're like, say, if you're doing the going for the LDOA title and priest hearing, uh, if you map out and go back into Ascalon City, uh, it's going to be there ready. You don't get that summoning sickness. You don't have to wait 60 minutes. So you can do your run, clear back out over the wall, and you know, deploy your fire imp and have added it again so it's it's endless as far as that that goes you know so do i think it's overpowered yeah i think it is i mean you're gonna get some people who you know are in love with it so my opinion is yeah <laughs> does it take up a party slot yes yeah it's actually just a stone in there you know it's just a. Uh, It'll take up a... Uh, no, actually, I'm sorry. It doesn't take up a party slot. It takes up one of your inventory slots. So you can actually have two people in your group, say pre-searing or wherever you're at, four people, like in the other campaigns or whatever. Uh, you can have all four people. Each person can have a stone, um, but only one can be deployed at a time. So, or summoned, however you want to <laughs> say that. But uh, once one is dead, though... The other person who doesn't have it, or, you know, out of the four people in a group, somebody else could could uh, deploy theirs. So you could always have one, well, figuratively speaking, you could have one out all the time. Uh, just not all at once. So you actually, essentially have five people in a group when you're leveling up, or depending on what area you're in. Do you think people are abusing it, or...? Um... I I don't know if they're abusing it. I don't know. I haven't heard. I haven't read anywhere where they're abusing it. I don't know how you would abuse it. Just like sitting down, just going in hordes of groups and just letting it do everything. Just kind of like a mini slave. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that's happening. You, you know, like in the very beginning of um, Nightfall, you watch the, uh, the very beginning clip or, you know, cutscene or whatever, and... 
you're you're here. Of course, the hero standing there and Koss is beside you, and you see a griffin drop out, and then you just point at it, and Koss takes off running and slashes at it. It's pretty much the same thing. You just sit there and point, and your little fire imp flies out there and makes his little noises and slaughters things. <laughs> <laughs> do you think that um, if you had the opportunity to get it, would you use it? Do you think? All the time. Hell <laughs> yes. <laughs> so what was your topic? Well, it's most of what I've been doing in Guild Wars for the past three days. Um, is farming Vanguard reputation points, which Guild Wars shouldn't have to farm grand um, for reputation points, but it's all for a good cause. It's all for the frickin' Ebon Vanguard armor, which is the best looking armor, personally, in the game. <laughs> I'm going to say I, I agree with you as far as the monk goes, because when I saw the Ebon Vanguard or the uh, monument armor for the monk, that was my goal. Get into Eye of the North. I didn't care about completing Eye of the North. I wanted to <laughs> grind at rep points and get my armor. And I got it. <laughs> okay, my tip, my tip for today is when you're farming Vanguard, Ebon Vanguard points to get that Hell Wicked armor, which is Super Psycho. That's not the name, but I just call it Super Psycho because it looks freaking wicked. Is when you... When you get to, I forgot the name of that. The, it is. Uh, again. Is it Sackdoff Valley? No, no. And um, the other one is. Uh, is it the Dalada Uplands? Yeah. That's yeah. It. Yep. Let's try that again. Now here is my tip for the day. Here's how I farm my reputation points. First, I go to Dalada Uplands. And get the Siege Devourer, which you, which is easily beatable. There's just a char in it, and then you just beat the Scorpion, and then you can mount it. And now, if you didn't know this, um, you can go through instances and not lose your mount. Now, here's what you do when you get to Sekhnoth Valley. Avoid all of the boss groups and just kill all of the enemies until you get patrol rank 4. When you get patrol rank 4, just kill all the bosses, and then it'll net you up to about 6,000 to 3,000 reputation points, which is pretty good. Also, do all of the quests and do the Citadel of Flames. Here you'll get lots of Vanguard reputation points, and that got me up to about rank 3 in Vanguard rep. Alright, well there's another, there's another dungeon there, and when you complete that, you'll get another rank up. So that'll get you to about, um, depends where you are, 3 or 4 or 5. But currently I'm up to 4, and I'm on 19,000 reputation points, and I need 26,000 to get the rest of them. Another good thing to have is when you're farming is the Ebon Vanguard Assassin support and Sniper support, since they're really, really good against Char. The, the Ebon Assassin support skill summons this dude, and he just rips them up. Like... He can you can use it against normal enemies, but when you use it against Char, he rips them up. And depending on rank, are you talking about Skippy? Yeah, Skippy. Depending on what rank you are, he can level up. Same with the Ebon Vanguard Sniper Support. It's got a 10% chance to do a 685 damage, and 25% to do an extra 625 damage. 
and that's what I do whenever I need to farm any reputation points, and which I'm going to do after after I finished editing this podcast. So, any questions? No. I just want to know how fast you can get the uh, Siege Devourer up to once you hop in that thing. Well, you can clear probably all the areas with the Siege Devourer. And it takes around, probably around an hour. Yeah. I was looking on the wiki and they were, the wiki said about an hour. That's what I was, that's what I was thinking it'd take. Yeah. Most of the times when I go in there though, I finish like half of it and then I just can't be bothered to do the rest. So I just go back to town or something, sell all my crap. (laughs) Right. So, uh, a little hint on top of that would be maybe to take a couple of, uh, uh, expert salvage kits or whatever so that you can uh, break things down because you collect so much crap. Yeah. Take a, take a salvage kit, everyone. So I want to move on to what we've been doing with our characters. I'll explain what's going on. Sure. Yep. I uh, started a um, in Nightfall. I'm going to do Nightfall, and uh, Anthony is going to do Prophecies. Um, I started in Nightfall. I know that it levels a lot faster in Nightfall than Prophecies, so my character may out-level yours. I'm not sure. But, um, you know, I did the tutorial in Nightfall when I started my character. I started a Dervish. And uh, I have never played a dervish completely through Nightfall, so that's one of the reasons why I chose it. But uh, I don't think that I ever went through the tutorial section um, of the in the very beginning. And uh, it was it was amusing. I think you went in there, and I already knew how to do everything, so uh, <laughs> it was crazy. You know, they're just telling you to, you know, do this, push that button, push this button, click here, do this, do that. But, uh, I, you know, I was about halfway through the tutorial and I had already leveled up one, so, um, that, it's easy, that was easy, and then, uh, she kicked you into, um, after you finish tutorial, you end up in, uh, a village, and the name of it skips my mind, Chabek Village. So, she, after you get done with your tutorial, you end up in Chabek Village, and first thing off, you'll see... There's somebody that gives you're going to give you a quest, and the quest is just a real simple one. You go around and talk to all the other uh, Sunspear um, recruits or whatever, and when you're done with that, you talk to another main guy. He gives you your uh, quest to do the actual mission for Chobbeck Village. And by the time you're done with that that mission, and you get back in there, or actually you don't even go back, but you're level 3. You're level 3 within... I would give it uh, 10 minutes, you know, it, doing a tutorial. Even if you don't do the tutorial, you'll jump right in, straight into Chabek Village and uh, be level 2, be done with the village, you're level 3. Uh, you'll still get the same amount of XP, right? Yes. Yeah, you do. Yep. And they'll just throw skills into your point, uh, into your skill bar and everything. So, yep. And either way you go, you get the same amount of experience, the same skills, uh just a little bit faster. So when you're done with the uh, Chabak Village, you end up uh, ended up 
I ended up being in uh, Camden, and there's a person right in front of you. You grab your first quest from there, but you do all your little quests from Camden, and I'm not. I don't know the number off, number off the top of my head, but there's at least um, four or five, about five to six quests right off the beginning, and um, mainly what these quests are are. Uh, Learning where your uh, material trader is, your armor dealer, trader, whatever it is, your merchants, and how to get your extra bags and stuff like that. Uh, so there, it's still actually part of a tutorial. But when you get all finished with those, you're about a level five. It, it, you might even be higher, depending on if you mess around and do some grinding and stuff. So uh, once you get to five, there's another quest that. Uh, gives you so you can get your secondary profession and uh, at level 5 you can go pick your secondary profession and I chose a necromancer why did I check a ne pick a ne necro I have no idea I went into Camden and hollered out hey, what do you pick for a second out of dervish I got a bunch of answers but um, I, uh, I got necromancer why I don't know I still haven't figured that one out but we'll deal with it but uh, that's your first what, five levels. Now your character's half emo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's for sure. And uh, but after you do your uh, quest, mainly do your quest in Camden, you should be level five or six. And like I said, it depends on if you're doing any of your uh, grinding for experience, or whatever. You could be a little bit higher. But during those quests, it'll take you out to the Sunspear Great Hall. And in the Sunspear Great Hall, there are another group of quests, just like, uh, uh, just like in Camden. And you do the same thing. And before you get out of the whole Istan area, uh, no, it's the uh, Plains of Jaren. Before you get out of the Plains of Jaren, if you follow the story, uh, you should be anywhere around level six to eight. Um, and that's where I am at right now. I just entered into the Cliffs of Dajak, Dajak or something like that. Jedi. And uh, that's where she's at. Yeah. That's where she's at. She's a level 8. And it took me... Oh, I would give it a probably just a, an hour. Maybe two, yeah, two hours, maybe. I was chatting a lot in between of that. So I would give it a couple hours. Did you kill the enemies you only needed to, or did you just kill all the enemies that were around you? I did um, a little bit of both. I mainly went for my um, my uh, missions, but or quests. But I wanted to work on my Sunspear uh, reputation, so and that was my other tip, or my tip. Yours was the uh, Vanguard. <laughs> Mine is the uh, the um, the sunspear points. What I did was when this is my little tip. When you, you're going to need to have a level, well, it's called first sunspear, which is about level. Uh, don't quote me on this, but I think it's about a level five on it. Uh, you're going to need that in, in order to get into the uh, Jacknor Diggins area. So, why, my tip is, when you're doing your quests, make sure that you go and do each 
go to each res shrine and there will be a Sunspear person there to talk to and get your little icon where it lets you give extra Sunspear points to uh, get your, uh, you know, like when you kill insects, when you kill um, Scree or stuff like that. Make sure that you kill only those things that you have an icon. If you can avoid anything, avoid it until you get that icon. And then... Uh, You'll level up your your sunspear points a lot faster. I I feel you do. So I go around. My main goal is to uh, go to the sun, go to the go to each of the um, res shrines, talk to the person, and make a beeline for the next res area. Get the you know your next icon, and that way you start being able to kill more and more. And by the time you do that, your missions are gonna run it. You're you're gonna run straight into your missions. I mean they're they're pretty easy to get to. So to answer your question, Anthony, <laughs> I did a little bit of both. I kind of made a beeline for my um, quest area, but I made sure that I was um, leveling my Sunspear at the same time most efficiently. You know what I mean? The, the most effectively by hitting, making maybe licking, making a little um, detour and going up to another restaurant to pick up another, uh, you know, another uh, buff or uh, icon, whatever they call it, you know. So there's my... Uh, there's my little tip, too. <laughs> I forgot where I was at, but anyways. Any other question? Hey! Do you want me to move on to my character? Yeah! What was, uh, what'd you start up? What'd you do? Well, I chose a female character, basically because all of my characters are dudes. So I decided to make a female called Hestia Kalamar, which means hot. Hot Hot Touch or something, and I got that from 20,000 names. So, I started there in Prophecies, I did... Uh, so, the first mission you do, you get from... Well, I did mine different from Patrick's. I wrote all the quests I did down, and, and if I killed anything extra that I didn't need to, I just wrote it down. So, first I took the mission Message from a Friend, and then I, for 100 XP, and then I finished it, which all you have to do to finish it is talk to the dude at the other side of the bridge, which is Sir Titus. He gives you another quest, which is War Preparations. You complete that mission, and, and then I took the mission Elementalist Test, what gives you your first set of skills, which is Flare, which you'll be using a lot if you're an, if you're an Elementalist in Priestering. Killed three of the River Skills which you really only need to kill one, but I felt the need to kill three of them because it was all hanging around. And then just get that, pick up the scale and then finished it and then I took the mission Further Adventures, killed one river scale when he aggros you when you walk down that long path to Ashford Abbey and then completed it and then taken the mission Unsettling Rumors from Devona um, and then I also took the mission, the Wham problem from Pitney, which you can get two of these quests and it won't affect you because you'll still be going, well, you'll basically, basically be going the same way. So, so when you get that quest, you have to take the other quest, the Egg Hunter, to complete that Wham problem quest, and then you... I killed five Lash Devourers, three Carry-On Devourers, three 
disease devourers and then went back and completed the quest. At this time I leveled up to level 2 and then I started to progress the quest, the worm problem. Give Pitney the egg and then protected him from all the worms that trying to attack him which I don't think there's that much of them. Um, the, I killed the queen which you have to do to complete it completed the quest and then then I progressed the quest that kind of rounds progressed the quest unsettling rumors went to went to Ashford Abbey talked to Mirak the scribe went to As went to Ascalon oh I can't believe I spelled Ascalon wrong I spelled it Alscalon oh yeah, whatever went to Ascalon <laughs> completed the unsettling rumors quest then I took the quest, a second profession, and just like Patrick, I went as a necromancer because um, I really have no reason why I went necromancer. I just felt like, like because nearly all of my second profession on my characters were monk, so I just went necromancer. So before. I, Oh, and by the way, I'm picking up all the loot that drops from all the enemies, so I sold all my junk, went to Ashford Abbey, and entered the catacombs. I took the I took the quest Necromancer's Novice, and I also took the quest Rites of Remembrance. I started the Necromancer's Novice first, um, that's when you get your first couple of Necromancer skills. Um, killed eight relentless corpses and one carry-on devourer and killed the boss which is the tomb nightmare and then I completed the quest and then I started the other one rites of remembrance which all you have to do is light up the candles and you finish the quest basically okay now this bit is optional if you want more skills for your first profession that you chose but I did this quest which is um, you go back to you you can do this if you don't know where it is, but you can go back to the person who gives you the quest a second profession, and then he'll give you um, another quest that that lets you get more skills by going to the your first profession's trainer, which mine is another elementalist trainer. So all you have to do is go to the um, I forgot what it was called, the, yeah, Wizard's Folly, and then I went to Foible's, Foible's Fair, which is where you can get another quest. So, I started that Elementalist, another Elementalist, and all you have to do is kill all of the ice golems that try to attack you, which is kind of easy because all you really need to do is do that firestorm, and basically you've already won, because... They're all dumb and they'll rock, walk in, right into your firestorm and they all die. So you'll probably get a lot of loot from there because I did. My <laughs> inventory filled up in about five seconds. Is that another tip then? Bring another uh, salvage kit with you to break everything down? That, that <laughs> Tip of the game. That's what I was thinking there. Tip of the day, tip of the week, tip of, tip of, tip of the month. Bring extra salvage kits if you want to carry all your drops. They should call it Guild Wars, Guild Wars Salvage Kits and Identification <laughs> yeah. Kits. Oh yeah, continuing, I got the quest, The Supremacy of Air, which you can do when you was doing that, um, another elementalist trainer mission, which all you have to do is kill that golem that walks around and then you've 
complete the quest that gives you some air skills, which I never use because I really hate the air and fire is the way to go. Completed that quest. Then I fast traveled to Ascalon City, killed four carrion devourers and three last devourers, and then leveled up to level four. And I was on my way to get the quest, the orchid, which all you have to do is get the basket and kill all the spiders that try and kill you. And then you can complete that quest fairly easily. And then I took the quest to Trouble in the Woods from the town crier and took the quest. Oh my god, I must have wrote this down three times or something because it's the elementalist trainer is there again. I was gonna, uh, I was just gonna tell you that, uh, in that you were just talking about the spiders and carrying the basket and all that stuff. There, there's a nice little farming area in there because when you get into, uh, was it, is that Fort Rannick? When you get in there, people are always trying to buy spider, spidey legs. And uh, you can farm those spiders, and if you want a little bit of extra loot, you can uh, try selling your extra spidey legs in there. Oh, okay. Another little helpful tip right there. Okay, then I traveled back to Ascalon. I took the quest Trouble in the Woods. I also took the quest Tithe for Ashford. Ashford Abbey and Opposition to the King, which I think I didn't write it down. But I think you can get these quests from Devana. I forgot to write the names down. Um, all you have to do to complete these quests is talk to three people. It, we, I talked to Farah Kappa, Grasden the Protector, and Kasha Blood. It doesn't matter who you talk to, you all get the same XP, you get the same story. You probably only get different things that they tell you. So, finish that mission, and then. Then I furthered the quest, Tithe for Ashford Abbey, talked to Duenna, and then completed both of the missions. And then I took the quest to Wayward Wizard, and then I completed the quest Wayward Wizard. In the where was in the Wayward Wizard, you have to talk to this guy to get back, because he's in that snowy place, uh, Wizard's Folly, and you have to go to the place that isn't snowy. It's like on the other side, and there's some bandits there, but they're pretty easy to take out. And when I was doing this, I came upon a glitch or a bug or something. These guys killed me, and then I walked right back up there, and then I thought they were gonna attack me, but they didn't, and they did before. So I was dancing up all in their faces and stuff, and then I just killed them because they weren't doing anything. So I think that's a bug or a glitch or whatever. You know, that that's kind of funny because um, one time I I was um, I was uh, death leveling up in um, in Preserian there with the char, and I got my butt kicked or something like that. And when I ran back to one of the char he was just standing there I even snapped a picture of it and put it on the um, guildcast forums and uh, I'm sitting there waving and jumping and hollering at this char and he's just ignoring me <laughs> <laughs> go ahead I'm sorry I interrupted uh, um, taking the quest Wayward Wizard which all you have to do is talk to this dude in Wizard's Folly you have to go to the other side of the Wizard's Folly to complete it it's not really that hard 
I died once in it, but since you don't get pen death penalty in pre-sharing, it is really easy. I also I took the quest the Poison Devourer, and I also took the quest Bandit Red. Completed both of these quests in in the Poison Devourer. All you have to do is kill a Devourer where you did that quest and the Egg Hunt. And for the Bandit Red, all you have to do is take this chest, which is fairly easy. And then I. I took the 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 quest Prasmoa bed, and uh, that's also a pretty easy quest if you know your way around the catacombs. And when I say easy, I mean I couldn't do it and I needed help. So, Kludgemir here ran me through it, and then I was ready for the searing quest, and that's it. So, what level did you end up being? It, when I did all of that, I was level 5. And how long do you think that took you? Uh, about, probably about 2 hours or something. 2 hours or 3 hours. I really don't time when I'm on. And X-Fire doesn't have a mode where you can just time where you want for that exact day. Do you have an X-Fire? Uh, you should get one because it times how long you've been on in a game. And when I checked it this week, I was on for 40 hours. <laughs> That's good. It's catching up. It's catching up to World of Warcraft now. It's getting up to like 200 now. Oh my heavens! World of Warcraft is like 159 hours, and in total, I've played games for one 1,099 hours. Is that including, um, Guild Wars? Yeah. I have put 2,922 hours into Guild Wars in the last 18 months. Whoa. So I don't get time to play any other console games. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you think of the pre-sharing area? That's probably the best area ever because I don't like Ascalon after the sharing because it's like all, all grey and red and stuff but I like it in the pre-sharing. That's why I like the Char Homeland so much because it's kind of like it's, oh, yeah, it's pre-sharing like and that's awesome. I really like pre-sharing. I mean I can play whatever campaign or the expansion and you know, and have fun. But when I come back to pre-sharing, there's, there's just something about that place. I mean, yeah, you know what? There's getting to be a lot of, of course, everybody, everybody's gonna say that. There's a lot of um, immature people in there. But you know, I just like that. You know, if you want to play a game, have fun, and you know, not stress about. You know, if your build isn't just perfect, you can go to pre-sharing and just, just have fun. Create a character and go play. You know. And it's beautiful. Everyone's dancing. <laughs> Everyone in the town's dancing. It's it's kind of like a chill out place. Like after a hard day in the Chao homelands, after you farms a lot of reputation points, you can just go back in time to the pre-sharing and just relax. Yeah. I don't think that there's another area in all of um, Guild Wars that is. Uh, is unique as pre-sharing. You know, you can't get back there. Once you're there, 
you know, once you're out, you're out. Unless you have your alt alt or whatever, but it's just uh no it's it's there's nobody invading. There's no level twenties or, you know, big uh armor people or whatever coming in and flashing armor or nothing. It's just uh just a a peaceful area, like. Yeah. I don't think another place is as good as that, like where I like the most. I think the pre sharing is probably my favorite map. Because in Ascalon it's just green and peaceful yep. and magical. Ah, <laughs> oh, there was our uh, our happy moment. It was magical. <laughs> well, did you have anything else? I think that uh, for our next show, I am definitely I'll write down more of the quest that I am going to be doing with my uh, my new uh, newbie dervish. Because I think you pwned me in that one. Yeah, I think mine went for about 10 minutes and I was just talking, and most of it was just me getting it all wrong. <laughs> I don't think I have anything else. I think I'm just going to put all of those things we got wrong and put it at the end of the podcast, and then people will be like, whoa, a one-hour podcast, and then they'll hear the ending music and just all the stuff we got wrong, and they'll be like, oh, <laughs> That'll be interesting. that's what the one hour is for. That's why it was one hour. There's all bloopers. Yeah, I may have to do a uh, walkthrough another time. <laughs> we'll have to talk about that one. <laughs> uh, so is that it? I think it is. Hey, you know where do you where do you uh, where do you find uh, the website and where's the forums and all that good stuff? Is it time to say the outro really really fast? Yeah, have at it. You found the website at www.defenseofescalon.blogspot.com. You can sign up to the forums at www.defenseofescalon.forum.com. You can subscribe to the RSS feed by clicking the link at the top that says subscribe through iTunes. And you can contact me at deathgenius6.hotmail.com. Hack and tell them. If you have any corrections or uh, questions, you can uh, contact me at Klajimir, uh Yeah, Klajimir at gmail dot com or whatever that is. Klajimir, K L O J I M A R at gmail dot com. So, until next time, I will be seeing you guys later. Later. And, and me and Klajimir will keep making podcasts if you keep subscribing. Suckers. <laughs>
Why'd I say another tip? I keep getting this wrong. Okay. <laughs> this is probably gonna go at the end where all the outtakes or something will go. So I take a call and next and just chill. And then it's time for lunch again. All I know is easy when you don't Okay. Are you still recording? Uh, do, do you know we're already in 20, 28 minutes? Yep. <laughs> Too bad most of it's just me screwing up. Alright. Yeah, it seems kind of unfair that when people buy it offline, they got all the good stuff. Uh, why the hell did I say it offline? Work is over, but I can't stay to work late. Gotta leave and get ready for my second date. With a pretty girl and a man at the pharmacy. Right in the prescription line. I take a pill for my social anxiety. I get a table and a nice bottle of Chablis.